0: they're changing the american eagle design next year so you can imagine what's going to happen to the value they're just twenty sets around so it's a first come first serve basis give noble gold a call at eight seven seven six four six five three four seven that's eight seven seven six four six five three four seven hi everybody thanks for staying with us uh, really good to be with you here on the common sense show we are the show as you know that is freeing america one enslaved mind at a time and uh things are could not be crazier but there you know it's funny we used to look at the economic side of things in America as the crazy times the crazy thing to talk about right now there are some aspects of the economy that are probably the most stable <laughs> of anything in our lives and we're gonna get into this today with our guest Bob Kudla and we're gonna talk about you know what's going on with gold and silver uh, how events like climatic events in China are going to affect the stock market affect our economy affect the price of food and We're going to get into the fact that uh, the Democrats have overplayed their hand. And since they're behind these, uh, well, should we say uh, disturbances, that uh, the poll numbers are really beginning to shift. And we're going to get into all this and what it means for you and your pocketbook. And joining us here on the Newsmaker Line is Bob Kudlow of Trade Genius. Bob, thanks for joining us. It's always good to be with you.
1: Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me.
0: Well do you think we'll find anything to talk about in fact there's so much going on it's hard to know where to start
1: yeah do you have two hours Yeah. so uh, yeah so it's really interesting there's a lot of uh there's a lot of convergences right now uh all coming into the um uh, you know into the election cycle and not all of its time for that it's just happening that way and um i was making a joke um they said all we need now is uh you know, aliens and asteroids, and then we had a comet show up, and they're talking on Fox News about, you know, alien, alien uh, materials. So I'm like, okay, we we covered it all. Oh my gosh, and, I know. Um, but but what's really interesting to me, what's, you know, looking at it from my lens as, as a trader, what what's really going to affect the market, and, and I think there's, there's, I guess unanimous consent that growth around the world, is falling. The Fed. Federal reserves around the world are trapped. They can't raise interest rates. Um, some of them can't lower them, and all of them are expanding their balance sheet. And what that's been manifesting itself up until about six weeks ago was, hey, put it, pour everything into the, uh, into the you know the top ten stocks. Well, that has changed dramatically since the middle of June, and now you have gold at all-time highs. Silver breaking its ratio with gold, which has been pretty suppressed. So now we're looking at, you know, unless they really, really want to damage the economy, is that you're gonna have a situation where gold will probably by the end of 2021 be at twenty nine hundred from its nineteen hundred. You're looking at silver probably at forty-five dollars from its current twenty-four dollars. And you're looking at the, the the precious metal miners up four to eight x. Now, compounding that is China, and China um, they're having they're having a tough year too. You know, the I think the virus thing they did whether well, they did it on purpose, did it by accident, whatever it's caused them some issues. Obviously, because their trading partners are all locked down. Number two, this Yangtze River flood. Is of biblical proportions. You know the the Chinese, and I'm not going to disparage their engineers and all that stuff, or their building materials, because I don't know that. That's a that's the biggest dam in the world, and uh, they um, they've been getting rain in that watershed, and they they planned on a, the rain probably for a hundred year or two hundred year flood. Well, they're getting a thousand year flood. You know, with global cooling. You know, I don't think that gets me in jail. Um, global <laughs> cooling and, and the grand solar minimum is that you're getting these uh, you're getting these enhanced monsoon effects. I mean, from Pakistan all the way across to um, all the way across to Japan, and it's not relenting, Dave. The, the, the monsoons in China and Japan should have already started to back off. I have a subscriber that's that's actually uh, working in in China right now, and they said they're expecting they're expecting another deluge above the dam in terms of rain and and the dams already 50 feet over where it should be and they have the flood um, gates wide open so they're already flooding everything below now let's get to the end of the story let's say that that dam gets damaged in some way is that you know Wuhan is taken offline for the second time this time for the dam that affects our supply chain Wuhan is a pivotal pivotal supply center for United States products. Down at the very mouth of the Yangtze River is Shanghai, the biggest port in the world. They're already two weeks behind in 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 port traffic. And if that thing goes and that gets flooded, you know, it takes it takes the biggest port offline for China. Plus it cuts the country in half. And not to mention that's one of the most fertile belts for agriculture in in China. And so that brings their food into play. So that means, are we going to get food inflation while the central banks are debasing everybody's currency around the world? And are we going to have product inflation because we're going to have to set up manufacturing, pop-up manufacturing around the world to cover some of these... um, Uh, to cover some of these shortfalls. And that's all inflationary. And we're already getting inflation now today because if you notice some of the service industries that are coming back, I I can't speak to your area. I can only speak to my personal experiences, but I think it's more than anecdotal. I'm seeing 15 to 20% higher costs in people in the service industries that have been allowed to reopen basically to cover the shortfall of customers that are allowed to be able to traffic their... um, their their products and services. I think people are giving them a, a a pass right now because we don't want people that we know and love to fail. But that happens for two or three months, and you know th- those guys are going to be gone. And all this stimulus that they're they're doing is is maybe doing short term help with people keeping uh, the the un- unemployed low wage w- workers alive. However, the the small businesses that employ them will never hire them back. And I just wonder where these people are gonna go next year. And I have experience there because my daughter works in an industry that's not coming back. They've already made a decision. The businesses will come back, but they're cutting staff in half permanently. Okay, and when you're a college student working part-time, you're low end on a totem pole. And so we have that hitting us as well. And so you have this perfect storm you know, uh, approaching and and the Fed is sitting at the top of the mountain saying, what problem do I solve? Because if I solve it wrong, I'm either going to crash the stock market or I'm going to drive up interest rates and eventually crash the stock market and the economy. So that's it in a nutshell. Pretty wild, huh? <laughs> it, it's
0: hard to find an entry point because it's kind of like an all-encompassing assault and and the assault is on the chinese economy but it's going to come out sideways you know you mentioned food um and with if this dam goes well first of all let me tell you this i've seen videos downstream from the the three gorges dam and you got cities that are six to nine feet underwater the cars can't get through products not moving the personal protective gear is involved in this and it's not going to be shipped. So, I mean, it's a disaster, but if the dam goes and, you know, the Central Valley region there of China has no food, they're going to be a huge buyer. You know, what's that going to do to food inflation? It's going to get crazy.
1: They're already buying. So, um, they're already quietly buying all the corn and wheat that we have in stockpile. And, and when that happens, it's going to be you know, all bets off. You're going to see countries scrambling to to limit their exports. Russia's already done it. What's really interesting, I know it's a sidebar, but I mean, we could talk about this stuff all day. China and Russia are having a bit of a falling out, and uh, Russia's kind of ending some of their uh, exports of grains, number one, so they're they're creating um, a surplus for themselves, and so the Russians aren't stupid, okay? They they, they know what's coming from a climate standpoint. Uh, The Russian climatologists are all over this. And, and then also they accused China of, of spying, basically trying to steal some of the, the Russian military trade secrets which is you know Russia's claim to fame you know some pretty high-end stuff. So we have that also um, happening which means that we could see food prices you know easily on the on the ad level jump 10, 20, 30 percent. And it's happened before Dave in a scenario just like this, 2011, we had gold and silver breaking out. Silver was hitting $50. We had the the currency collapsing. We had food prices increasing. And the Fed had to step in to stop the, the fall of the currency. Because it's not just the U.S. economy. We have a lot of countries that are tied to our dollar that are just getting roasted right now. And that's what caused the Arab Spring in 2012 and 2013 was us debasing our currency with people tied to our dollar and i think we're going to see the same thing again so eventually the feds going to have to stop the dollar's decline and you know that caused the flash crash if you remember the flash crash in 2011 and it caused a lot of um, a lot of the nations around the middle east on the arab side to collapse so that's what that's that's a potential out there for a pretty sharp correction in the stock market So the Fed is sitting there saying, okay, we don't like to get involved in the election season, okay, but if they have to get involved before the election and they cause the market to crash ahead of it, they got themselves involved in the election.
0: Right, they did. And uh, and to me, China's misfortune is the Democratic Party misfortune, and I think it's only going to help Trump. Do you see it that way, too?
1: Yeah, I think you know personally. Um, I mean, I could be all wet here. Assuming that is that the, the cheating can be the cheating can be observed enough, is that remember two weeks ago Trump was losing in every state in the country. He might as well just go home. And and this is their polls. And then another poll came out that said sixty five percent of the people, including Democrats, moderate Democrats, and all Republicans, basically said that we do not we are not honest. with with people in terms of our voting intentions. And and so that, like, okay, that gave me some encouragement. Then another pollster came out and said, you know, hey, Trump's winning in all these states he's supposed to be losing. And then just two days ago, after all this rioting, or I'm sorry, peaceful protesting, is that you have all of a sudden Trump's ahead in Pennsylvania, Trump's ahead in Ohio, Trump's back ahead in Florida – you know, um, Trump's ahead in in, uh, uh, in neck and neck in Michigan, Wisconsin, which means that Trump's ahead in all those states by about five or six points, right? And and because the Democrats overplayed their hand, okay? They I think Trump has successfully tied them to China and successfully tied them to uh, these riots and is, and is scaring the heck out of what what I would call the independents and the soccer moms. You know, and uh, and I don't think they're going to be able to shake that. So just two days ago, you saw a sea change. All of a sudden, the mayor of Portland wants to have a sit-down with the feds and do a ceasefire. All of a sudden, Lightfoot says, the feds can come in and help me with my crime problem. All of a sudden, you see Landy Davis out there saying, hey, this is counterproductive. So the marching orders are going out saying, okay, that election strategy fell flat on its face. I don't know who the idiot thought that scaring your elect- electorate to vote for you because you get more of that after they're in power was a good idea. It should probably be fired. But Trump played it masterfully. These people think he's an idiot, you know, that he just rambles on. The guy is extremely calculating and he's enormously patient. And he just let them rope-a-dope it. And, and, and let them just let them 60 days in Portland. Hey, we didn't hurt a single person there, Okay. Oh, Austin, yeah, they're shooting each other. Utah, they're shooting each other. Denver, they're shooting each other. Chicago, they're killing each other. You know, so and Trump's saying, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. So, I I agree with you. I think um, I think the Democrats probably screwed the pooch here.
0: One of the biggest growing demographics in my audience are disaffected Democrats who can't stand what's going on in their party and their shifting allegiances.
1: Yeah, I mean look, you know, people may not say it, but you know, if you if you own a business and you know you voted Democrat because you know you
0: With Dave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time
1: You're, you, you feel like James Wood said He goes, I've been, a, I've been a liberal my whole life except for the last 10 years because I believe in helping the downtrodden but we don't have that anymore in the Democratic Party we now have this radical Marxist Leninist Environment that I didn't subscribe to, so I never left the Democratic Party. It left me, yeah. and I think a lot of people are sitting there saying, "Oh my gosh, if these people don't get what they want, they'll send the mob over to my neighborhood and scare me into obedience." And 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 I think, um, and I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people. I, I mean, you have a lot of people who listen to you that will never say they listen to you because they don't want to be tagged or canceled. And and I think people don't like to be afraid. And, and you know, they either will react, react pa- actively or they're going to react passively. And then you do that in the elections.
0: Most people are not warriors. And when they pick up the phone to dial 911, they really want the police to come. And I don't care what side of the fence you're on.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, look, I was a military officer. My father was a cop. You, you don't, you, you take no joy in shooting anybody, okay? You know, or pulling that gun out. And I guarantee you... Uh, most people can't in fact a lot of cops don't want to do it all right and'll they'll, they'll, they'll put up with stuff nobody wants to kill anybody you know unless you're a psychopath and um, and so people are gonna people are always gonna try to compromise and but they got pushed to the edge on this now people are afraid for their lives you don't want to be afraid well you you you
0: should be you you see i grew up in uh, aurora colorado uh, two miles away from where that incident took place on i-225 and you see this guy in a jeep with his family being shot at shot at for just driving down the highway and you know the whole family could have been executed and as it turned out they shot two of their own
1: well i mean that's the grace of god there you know um but um yeah i mean all they have to do all these have to do is, is hurt a child right and and, and these things and it, it, it's over for them and i think i think that the democratic leadership are, is belatedly finding that but there's so much material trump's gonna be he's gonna be painting this thing out until the end and these people can't help themselves these people are they feel empowered and entitled to this new worldview and you know you have what, 330 million people in this country, and you have 1,500 protesters in Portland. Uh, you aren't the majority, you know. No, and uh, just because you can scream the loudest and and because the police in your city were passive, and the and the feds are only simply going to get you if you get onto their property, you know. So, yeah, so I I think you know, and and how that plays, and look if Trump gets reelected, is that then I think he'll be able to pull us out of this. Uh, this this steep decline because he'll be you'll have a lot of political capital
0: here's and here here's my concern though about that let, let, let's shift our, our economic analysis to the lockdown um bob this is an area that i know something about research and statistics i know how to do research i know how to interpret the research data And overwhelmingly, the people that die from COVID are 65 and over, and they already have compromising health conditions that will kill them anyway. COVID is rarely a single cause of death, and the numbers have been greatly inflated. I've documented that nine times Sunday, and I won't go into detail here, but they're greatly inflated. In fact, I was at my doctor today, and one of the nurses was talking to me and she was going off she goes we all feel this way the mass are ridiculous the numbers are lies they're fake numbers we know who we have to protect but here's the thing bob we're, we're killing our economy right now we're, i mean newsom keeps the uh casinos open uh and, and shuts down the gyms the restaurants and all the other businesses and that's killing our economy
1: you know I, and i totally agree with you I, I think we're starting to see some pushback you know um I'm starting to see some more visibility around um, this is um, this thing's going to be going away in five or six weeks as an issue uh, The you know you have doctors now willing to put their prestige on the line saying you know the hydroxychloroquine and that, that three pack is, is um, no matter how much social media is trying to beat it down you know and uh, people are actually saying I don't know if you saw a person here today saying, i I want to know whether Fauci and Cuomo are taking that as a prophylactic. You know, I think we have the right to know yeah. as public citizens, as public servants, that are they prescribing things that they're advocating others should not. So people are starting to touch that third rail. So I agree with you. But I think it, the cake's baked. They, I think uh, we talked about this before. I think people are going to leave the cities. They're not going to come back. True. You know, Google just said they're, they're going to let people work for home for another year. So you know you're talking about some of these downtown cities are gone. You're gonna see mass exodus out of these cities that the, the 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 disruption is gonna is gonna reverberate for two or three years you know and uh and we're shifting from a uh, you know a, a Starbucks economy back to more manufacturing. well that's gonna take time too so yeah I think um you know unless they unless this money pot runs into the uh, buzzsaw of higher food prices. Is, then it's Katie Bar the Door.
0: Can we come back from this, from the massive debt, the stimulus, and so forth?
1: Yeah, you, you, you can. And, uh, you know, we may have to fast forward a year, but, you know, the United States, no matter how much people will talk about how high the debt is, the our economy has a capacity to absorb that for... 10 or 20 trillion dollars more, Dave. Okay. Oh, my.
0: You're kidding. You mean we could take 10 to 20 trillion more debt than we have now?
1: uh, Probably. Hmm. And, um, and, and it'll be, they'll push it out. And they'll, uh, they'll push all this debt out at 0% interest out past the baby boomers', uh, longevity. And so people will be dealing with this a long time. And a lot of people are talking about some sort of blended, um, blended, um, you know, a commodity-based reserve that supplements the dollar. So there's going to be some creative things. You know, Judy Shelton getting on the uh, the Fed board, I don't think is an accident. I think she's there to probably uh, advocate a what's called a reserve system, which is not a gold standard. And I think you'll see the price of gold and silver continue to move at at a very high rate over time. And I think that's what they're going to use to try to stabilize. Uh, the debt, and and then at that point, you'll you'll start seeing them continue to create, try to create velocity in the economy to get it going. I'm not saying it's going to work, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm saying that's the plan. Because mm-hmm. we have too many unknowns. I mean, I, I couldn't have, I could not have predicted this year to you last year. Okay, so nobody, nobody could, nobody uh, could know what's going to come next. We just got to roll with the punches and. And that's what we do. So, you know, you just see, you know, we call it see trade, take trade.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. I, know, I, I hear what you're saying. But well, you're, you're, you're famous for what you do in Trade Genius and that you could be in a crisis economy and you'll see the downhill spiral and realize there's going to be a dead man bounce or there's going to be a bounce somewhere else. And you jump on the bounce while the bounce is good and then you get off when it peaks how has that strategy worked for you here with the lockdown and all of the finan- uh, the financial challenges we have
1: it, it's worked it's it's worked ex- exceptionally well uh, you know once we understood that the fed was going to backstop all the spending and we knew that spending had to go somewhere we started to uh um advocate very strongly to buy the most undervalued assets out there which were gold and silver miners <clears throat> and and through yesterday silver went up to $26 I mean a week ago it was, it was 18 and that we knew that that excess liquidity was going to find its way into those assets so we were pounding the table on those for months and you know we've already had doubles and triples in some of those plays and uh, now we're coming up to uh, you know the election season and and so that trade may back off now for a month or two, but when they announce the next round of stimulus, they're gonna it's gonna happen again. So, you know, it's 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 not so much a mystery when you kinda have the playbook in front of you and all we do then is just look at our momentum signals to say, Okay, time to enter this area or exit this area. And you know, the other thing we're advocating is that, that we think the tech play has played itself out. So um no matter what happens, I think the uh, the fangs are overbought. They don't operate very well in a high inflation, low economic activity environment. You know, Amazon's a big flea market, right? The other two are, are advertising agencies, right? And so, and then Netflix shows they can't even grow in an environment where everybody's sitting at home. So we think that the, the NASDAQ's at risk. And we've seen this before, coming out of 2001, people pivoted out of... Uh, 2000, 2000 when they pivoted out of the Nasdaq stocks, and and they pivoted into gold and silver. We, that was one of the first bumps. We're seeing that same thing play out again, Dave. It served us well. We're doing very well.
0: So how how do you um, how do you manipulate the market for your benefit though? When you see a pivot away from something like the Nasdaq, what what does that guide you to do, and what do you teach people to do?
1: So what we do is you know we we you look at the sectors and you look at them from a daily and a weekly standpoint, once you start seeing that momentum is entering in those sectors, then you go and you drill down into those stocks. And then you look for two things. One is you look for the leaders, because they're going to run first. And then once you get those trades going, then you look for the laggards, which are price laggards, but are good companies, and you wait to see money start moving, into them. you buy those, and you just hop off, and then it's rinse and repeat. So we get the buy signal, you're in it for three or four or five days, you hop off, you let it consolidate or rest, you get right back in the trade some of these trades were in, one trade I think we did seven times in four months and and so it depends on, on what it does, we're not day trading so I want people to know that because a lot of our clients have smaller accounts and so you don't have to day trade to make a lot of money in this market and you don't need to have a lot of money to make money in this market, we show you how to how to manage smaller portfolios to build them into something you can actually trade longer term and and add size to it. So that's how we do it. We have a system called the Profit Ribbon System. We think it's a premier system. It's very rigorous. It takes the emotion out of the trading. And when it says to buy, we say see trade, take trade. Set your stops, set your targets, and if that situation changes, exit trade. And then you look for your next opportunity. And then we're helping people, too. So we're teaching them how to fish. We're throwing them some fish. And then we have this this, this algorithm that we actually give them access to so they can trace, chase trades that we're not following.
0: So you like the idea of teaching people what to do. You guide them why they do it. And I would imagine, uh, true to form, you probably have a special going on that helps get people into the education side of things before they actually start making money, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we put together six bundles. Um, you know, if you, you want to trade cryptos, we're doing very well with the cryptocurrencies as well. They're starting to break out. So cryptos, you can trade the stock market. You can trade this this thing called binary options, which is kind of like a you know a, a Like a, like almost like sports betting, kind of with the stock market, and then we teach you how to uh trade our ribbon system. And then, if you need more coaching, we have a room called the VIP room where you can actually have access, like you and I are talking right now. I sent you some notes of some of the people that have been trading with us, just those people are all less than two to three months with us, and the comments they make, and how we help them prepare them, give them the mindset to trade effectively. You know, we're not Robinhood traders. You know we're not out there just chasing the shiny nickel. We're teaching them basically a career path and a trade in which they can take and trade the rest of their life with. But we discounted all those bundles, Dave, and they're available to Friday night at the end of the month. And then if you wanna if you wanna get anything uh, that's not bundled, you can just do promo code freedom, and then it's forty percent off. But but we pre bundled Items are already sixty-five percent off. They're already pre-discounted.
0: Okay. So the uh, and uh, so the non-bundled items are forty percent off. Correct. That's correct. Okay. All right. I wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. Uh, We had a little blip there, and then uh, the built-in discounts are sixty-five percent off for the bundled items, which are a nice term for the education aspect of teaching people how to do what it is you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and they're um, they're pre-discounted already, so the price you see is the price that you'll get.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? It was, if you've been consistently good at, and I'm going to sit back and play armchair quarterback for a second, but what Trade Genius has been really good at is no matter how the economy has changed, you have found the opportunity within the change. And th- this is what I've seen you do over and over and over again. I think the only way that you could fail, from what I've seen, is there was no trading going on at all. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the only way you wouldn't make money.
1: Yeah, and since there's cryptos we're open 24 7 we, we got that covered now, too.
0: <laughs> well, my understanding is, is that there's a limited, a finite amount of crypto. And if people want to get into this and make money, they better act now. I mean, I don't know if you sense that urgency or not, but I'm hearing that.
1: Yeah, and in fact, my partner who handles that room said once you...
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: You get past these halvings and you start breaking out, you never go back to the level from the breakout. So, you know, I think there's a tremendous opportunity here. We've been begging people that when it's been consolidating here for the last three months to add to Bitcoin, you know, get your stack going, trade in and out per the signal and then, look, we went up, what, $2,500 here in a matter of, what, three days? Exactly. And, and that's what's going to happen. And people don't realize, this is what 2017 looked like. And we're rolling into that now again. So um, the all season is ending, and the Bitcoin season is beginning. And gold and silver are going to probably match that because people are looking for alternatives from being in the banking system.
0: That's very good. I want to ask you a sidebar question, but it is related to what we're talking about. Um, you had um, the, uh, the corporations give money to groups that, in one instance, some instances, they're doing peaceful protests for equality, and I support that. That's good. But they're also sending money to some people who are misusing it and paying protesters to become rioters. And I was wondering... Is this because the corporations want a regime change and a change of government, where they basically control the show, like they tried to do with the Trans-Pacific Partnership, or are they just trying to be on the right side of history? What do you think?
1: Well, I, I think I think there's two parts to that. One is you yeah, have the activists who are looking for that change, and I think the rest of the corporations are cowards. They just don't want to uh rock the boat they you know they're they're being advised get this off our table as fast as you can, pay the blood money you know and uh you know make you look like you're you're compassionate and in the end of the day it'll we'll move on to another subject and we can go on there was a they showed a google a Google trends blip that every four years you get this um this maniacal Shakedown, if you will, of the corporations, and then it, it all this stuff disappears again to the next election cycle. So I think that's what the corporations feel like. But also, Trump's Trump's eating into their lunch, right? They've had freebie passes of, of sending this stuff overseas, right? And he's bringing it back. They don't like it, and and uh, and so and they've been taking advantage of. You know, look, you know, look at the pharma industry. You know, Trump was extraordinarily patient with them to help work something out. They chose not to. they've had their backers you know New York and California legislative bodies are in their pocket. they're supposed to be liberals for the little people. so Trump did the executive order. So they don't like that Trump is a um, basically is a hand grenade thrower. These guys want to have things smooth behind the scenes. they want to make sure they get their nickel and he's disruptive and they don't know how to deal with the disruption.
0: Interesting. Well, another question I have, too, about trade genius. I I, I look at this, and sometimes I look at uh, economics through a conflict lens, kind of like a Sun Tzu philosophy. And what I see you guys doing there that's different than what Wall Street's doing, where some of them are losing the rear ends, is you do like guerrilla warfare. Um, You're calculated in how much resource you put out and for how long you put it out. And when something changes and you're not sure of it, you withdraw, but you withdraw with money. Unlike these traders that just play these blanket uh, trades almost like without rhyme or reason. Can you address that a little bit for the listener?
1: Yeah, we call it the seagull strategy. So we we let the, the big money or the big trend get established. Those are the whales and the and the sharks and the marlin down there bringing the bait fish up to the surface. And once we know that that trend is established and we're going to be able to make money in that, then we go feed on that bait fish too. And then we take our fill and we hop off. We hit, hit, grab the middle 60 and get out and move on to the next bait ball. So that's that's our strategy. and We call it the seagull strategy and uh, it works very well. You know, if you, if you get in too early, you know, you might get bounced around too much. If you stay too late, you might get your head handed to you. Yeah. So just just stay with the middle of the trend. Don't be greedy. Look, if you make if you if you make 2% a week in the market, Dave, you're making 100% a year. People fail to understand that because they're swinging so hard on every trade that, you know, you turn winners into losers.
0: I know, every pitch doesn't turn into a home run. I mean, you got to hit to the opposite field sometimes and lay down a bunt sometimes, too. I know, to use a baseball analogy, and I I hear what you're saying, and it makes perfect sense. Listen, if I don't go over this again, Bob, I'm going to get besieged with questions. So you're going to take a little labor off my back here. Okay, so you're offering... 40% 40% off the non-bundled items which are basically how to do what we do and we've covered this before you know, 3, 4, 5 weeks, you're in there making money and you know what you're doing and you've got guidance all the way along the way so 40%, the coupon code is FREEDOM and for the bundled items, uh, you already have an embedded 65% off, it's already built into the list price and these deals are good until this Friday at midnight pacific time, am I right?
1: That's right, you go to tradelikeagenius.com you can call us. You can text us. You can chat with us. You can email us. We'll sure. we'll help you out. And um, and it's important to know what you get for that is that you know we have chat rooms that are open twenty four seven. We we provide as part of the service how to trade our system. So very easy digestible um, trading classes online, so you can get set up and you can get you get get started. And you know we call it the quick start. So within a week or two, you're up to speed and you. You can start trading along with it. I give trade signals out every day. Yesterday, we, we went ahead and bought UNG, bought it at 10.21. Today, got up to 10.61, you know, 3.5% gain. That's in my window. We took profit ahead of the Fed meeting tomorrow.
0: That's awesome. So <laughs>
1: that's, that's the kind of things that we do. It's a well-known company. We're well-known ETF, so we're not trading garbage penny stocks. Right. You know, we're trading real companies. And then in addition to that is that I would um, – we have uh the signals and the algorithm we have on trading views so you just have to uh get permission from us as long as you're a subscriber you get access to the uh to the indicators and then you can trade on your own like some of the a couple of those new guys I even sent you the comments on found a couple trades with the ribbon system and said hey bob i made this much money on this one or that one and it's not even on my watch list and to me that's at the end of the day that's what I want. I want people to be independent and educated. They're going to stay with me if they're making money. Sure. So I know I, I don't worry about that. And I want people to make money and, and just stay with us for the community and some, maybe some of the additional uh, opportunities I may throw your way. And so that, that to me that to, gives us pleasure. So we want you educated. We want to teach you how to do this. It's not difficult. It's just hard meaning that you have to follow the rules to make money trading that's the hard part me teaching you all the approaches me showing you how the symbols work and the indicators work piece of cake it's then, then we help you with the mindset and once you get the mindset we, you, we just, you're in the groove and you're just starting to take trades and you're like wow this was easier than I thought because you're following the rules and there's rules at Wall Street Okay, it's not a mystery they're really there
0: well, there's rules to the economy, too. And and this is, I mean, you get some of the best insights to the economy, and you tie in the geopolitical part of it very well. And it sounds like you're following your own advice. And I did read those comments you sent to me, and they're rave, um, well, really, they're just raving about what they're getting out of trade genius. And so I'm telling people, uh, listen, you're hearing from someone here who knows the geopolitics we're dealing with and has set up a system to make money on it. That's why I suggest you strongly take a look at it. Bob, we'll post all the details here, too. But uh, to everybody else, I want to thank all of you for joining us. Bob, same to you, my friend. Always good to talk to you. I appreciate your insight. Watch out for China with that three gorges dam, but uh, uh, thanks for all you're doing for your investors, too. I think it's a great service.
1: No, Dave, thanks for having me, and thanks for giving me the forum.
0: Okay, take care.
1: Bye-bye.